Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Greetings, listener dear, I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flat Share Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Oh, baby. Oh, oh baby, baby is right. And this week we have Cy Deves along to, uh, you know, help us sort out your beefs. Get to the, Deal with your peeves. Get to the nub of your problems. Deal with your peeves. Iron out your uh, faults. <laughs> yes. Send us, send us your faults, guys, because we will sort those out as well. Yeah. Um, if you've got a beef you'd like to send us uh, to be to be solved, we do need some more beefs actually because we we've do, done actually. a lot of Beef Brothers recently, and um, and we could do with some fresh beefs. So send them to beefbrotherspodcast at gmail That's beefbrotherspodcast at gmail Or you can call up the hotline what yeah i know it's amazing isn't it the hotline number is 0208 123 3272 now if you call that number you'll hear a little answering machine you can leave your message or you can whatsapp that number either by text or by voice note you can whatsapp the number 0208 123 3272 now i'll say one thing it's been awful quiet recently the um the hotline this this is genuinely the last message we received. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, hello. Sorry, I'm not ready. I'll come back later. <laughs> right. So that's the sort of stuff we've been getting on the hotline there. Um, somebody saying, sorry, I'm not ready. I'll come back later. And they left that message on the 24th of October. So uh, that's they're really, I mean, boy, oh boy, when they eventually do come back, oh. they're going to be so ready. They're going to be so ready. That yeah. line is going to be hot. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. So keep the hotline hot by calling today 0208 123 3272 or to put it another way. 0208 123 3272 123 well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef from the sorting out your beef. So, hello, Sai. How you doing, man? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thanks very much. Really good. So, Sai Deves, what kind of a person are you to live with? Well, I think I'm okay. <laughs> Uh, There's doubt in that. There's doubt there already. I think I'm okay, but I've been told different. (laughs) It's up for contestion. The thing is, if you ask the people that I currently live with, they'd say I'm I'm very polite. uh, I'm I'm very uh, amenable. I'm uh, you know I keep myself clean and tidy. Uh, I tidy up after myself. (laughs) But you also keep yourself clean and tidy, and that's crucial. (laughs) There's no dirt physically on you, but there's also no dirt in the vicinity either. Yeah, my bum will smell if I don't take care of that. You've got to. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm very uh, very entertaining to the household. Uh, they like me. However, if you ask my ex-wife, 
um, she'd probably give a different review. <laughs> so fine to live with, not great to be married to. That's okay. In the sort of the in the kind of the format of the show, we're only living with you. We're not marrying yeah. you. That's a different podcast. It's Pappy's flat share, not Pappy's wedding. I'm divorced now. You can marry me if you want. That's true. I mean, I'm also married, so it would be big sure. of me. It would be very big of you. <laughs> Come on. Go, it's worth it's it. not Why too not? early for that sort of thing, is it? Tom, is it Christmas and already? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Clarky's only engaged. And I think... Like what? I mean, I don't know what the rules of bigamy are, but you can be engaged to multiple people, can't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Because it's sort of like engagement isn't actually legally binding, is it? Now he tells me. Have a few on say. Yeah, a few on says. Yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. Good night. Tom's on rare form today. (laughs) (laughs) So, how many people do you live with? Uh, Oh, I mean, uh, uh, any one time. It could be anywhere between two and five. Do you live in a commune? <laughs> What's going on? No. So I've got a I've got a little baby daughter. Right. And my housemates. So my my housemates are it's uh, two women, a mother and a daughter, both landladies. Uh, the the daughter has a uh, has two sons um, of different fathers. So occasionally they're off at different parents. Right. So you're you're in a, like a blended family. Oh, wait, who's going to St Ives? <laughs> <laughs> One of the children's a bag of grain. The other one's a fox. If you leave them in the living room at the same time, yeah, as it happens, one of the uh, children is the other one's father. So. <laughs> <laughs> And the doctor was the mother. Okay, I've got it now. I've got it. But what colour are size eyes? Um, <laughs> so is it, uh, and are the kids in kind of similar age groups? Has it become a bit of a daddy daycare situation where you take care of them and they take care of yours or? Yeah, no. Well, okay. no, that'd, be, that'd be quite pleasant. Mine is uh, Mine is a year and five months. The other baby is a year and six months and uh the other son is 13 okay which i think is just a tiny bit too old to babysit kids that young right yeah sorry a tiny bit too young to babysit kids that young they've got nothing in common basically they can't watch the same shows <laughs> he's grown out of bluey um yeah no i think no a tiny tiny bits too too young so yeah the, the 13 year old in many ways is kind of useless to you oh massively so it's a burden if anything <laughs> yeah total burden um but do you ever end up looking after both both kids is that is that ever a situation because they're, they're so close in age they're virtually the same kid well do you ever yeah. confuse them that's a, that'd be a scary thing you have, you've had a weekend with your child and then at the end of it you hand them over to your ex-wife and they go wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on a moment. This, this one's got a boily. Yeah, no, I've never had to look after them both, thankfully. Okay. So you're you're a new uh lodger in this in this scenario, but you think they would say good things about you. Yeah, I'm very nice. Well, because we've got them on the Zoom and they have got actually, they've got some very different uh, opinions <laughs> they want to share here. 
I should point out they're compulsive liars. You shouldn't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He's only a year and six months old. We can't understand a word he's saying, actually. <laughs> My daughter speaks better than him anyway, so... Oh really? Because that's it. When you've got kids of advanced. a similar age, that's the that's the thing, isn't it? You you can't you can't help but uh, but do a comparison. Race them. So yeah. yeah. Well, uh, uh, I I forget. It, it's it's so easy to forget. So a year and a year and five months, a year and six months. Um, that's they're 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 kind of moving around a bit. Are they are they walking a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my my baby has been walking for a good while. Too long. Which is one of my favourite blues songs. My baby's been walking for a good while. <laughs> <laughs> but boys um, be thick, aren't they? Little boys are thick. <laughs> you, put, you, put them next, you put them side by side and you really realise just how thick we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's true. And, and also as well, I think boys tend to be kind of more sensitive and emotional as well i know that's not the sort of that's not the stereotype but whenever i see uh, like kids being dropped off at the nursery both my daughters are pretty fine at just sort of strolling in and kind of going right that's it that's what i'm doing for the next few hours this is my day it's the little boys that are like pouring at the window crying with snot dribbling down their faces i feel like Mm. i feel like they've just got the little girls have got the kind of inner strength I'm not saying they can't be awful as well. I think that they can be more awful because of their inner strength. Yeah. They're, they're like the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah, clever girl. Whereas little boys are like that one that can spew shit out its mouth. The turkey that can fire shit. It's not very clever, but it's fucking messy. Whereas little girls are like the Velociraptor. Like, yeah. they're, in, they're in your psyche, man. They're Absolutely. testing the fence. The um, this this morning I was, but uh, like basically Cleo had already had two breakfasts. She'd already had uh, a yogurt and she'd already had porridge. So she'd had had her breakfast and she hadn't. Re- she kind of picked at both of those things. And then she found. She opened up the cupboard and said, oh, "I want to get the Cheerios out." And I said, "Look, no, you can finish the two breakfasts you've got on the go." And she went okay. And then she wandered over to Sylvie, the youngest, and just started whispering to her. And then Sylvie came over. And uh, punch me, and I realised what happened is she was like, "Well, I can't, I can't punch the dad." There you go, because it. it'll be very clear what's happened here. But I, I was can... certain it was going to be Sylvie asking for the Cheerios, no, but no, no. instant no. deal. No, the violence. Listen, asking for a friend. <laughs> Let's try and solve some uh, other people's beefs, and in fact, the first beef, Tom is from the world of the of childcare. So do you want to read the one from Richard? I do indeed. Free range beef, nursery beef from Ooh. Richard via Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Great way to get in touch. As we nudge this podcast closer to parenting hell's lawn. Set up our tanks on the other side of their fence. Hi, Tom, Ben and Matthew. I have a free-range beef that grinds my gears every working day of the week. Every morning, I'm trying my best to get ready for work, feed the cat, get my son dressed, and take him to nursery. Just about making it on time to start work. My son is three. and For the past two years, I've joined a queue outside the nursery gate to drop him off and collect him. My beef is this. Chatty parents. 
Five of the parents spend 10 minutes chatting at both pickup and drop-off. Brackets, I have timed it. Subjects include (laughs) potty training updates, eating habits, what happened during the day, weekend plans, general chat about upcoming activities. I I think all of those fall under general chat. (laughs) (laughs) In the defence of the chatty parents... Uh, I know it's it's not like us to side against our listeners, but here we go. In the defense of the chatty <laughs> parents, I would say potty training, eating, what happens during the day, that's all fine. I would say weekend plans, not fine. General chat is not... I think child-based chat is acceptable with the with the child care provider. Well, he doesn't say eating habits is about the children. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, He says, we have an app which allows us to send and receive all of this information and the nursery updates it. There is also a WhatsApp group that my wife has been added to for extra info. Strangely, none of the dads have been added to this, so I receive this information second hand. Only one child can be dropped off at a time. Sometimes my drop-off time is upwards of 20 minutes due to multiple chatty parents. How do I solve this free-range beef while still appearing to be the caring, loving parent of a three-year-old? Thanks. Front names only, Richard. Right. Okay. Firstly, can I just pick up one other detail here? He's saying five of the parents spend 10 minutes chatting. I thought that was 50 minutes. That is maths. Yeah. But like, so that's, if you've got five of the parents spending 10 minutes chatting, they're chatting for Two minutes each. I'd say yeah. that's fine, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. If you break down, say, for example, Matthew, if we record a 30-minute podcast, yeah, Ben and I aren't talking for 10 minutes each. <laughs> <laughs> Just to pluck an example out of, the, out of the ether. I'd be surprised if I make it to a minute. Clark is going on for at least 20, 20 of those 30. Are you saying, Tom, that, 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 that the, the, the plan for Richard is to... Get the chatty one in your crosshairs and eliminate them. <laughs> the one who's doing nine minutes, get them out, basically. Is that your, is that your idea? Socially ostracise them. Socially ostracise them, yeah. Um, Sai, what do you think? I'm, I'm, uh, is, your, is your daughter in uh, childcare yet? Uh, she was, and now she uh, she comes to either my parents or my ex's parents, uh, which is what, what we're working, which is quite nice. Oh, that's great! So, yeah, quite a nice arrangement. Yeah, I had a similar thing where like I'd I'd, I'd turn up to the childcare because before uh, Lydia started going there, uh, she'd be meeting like we'd we'd be meeting all the other parents and we'd get there and as soon as they found out I was a comedian, they'd you know they'd be asking all the standard comedian at party things like oh tell us a joke oh, what sort of things do you talk about like I, t- I talk about you what do you want to hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, I find the the best thing that you could possibly do is just uh, like I, I am in one of those whatsapp chats actually because I insisted that I join it and then they suddenly realized that no other fathers were in it so they sort of started adding some and uh, I'll, I'll tell you none of those fathers talk yeah <laughs> they're in the group but like me they've all muted it they just wanted to be there can you reinvent yourself as stockbroker dad or like new job dad by like a crass 90s car phone warehouse headset 
and be, be talking to your kid all the way into nursery like be engaged with your kid be talking to your kid the second they go through the door hi stew yes no great give them give the fingers to the other parents like great great and then no no yeah and then be in the car why are you giving the finger to the other parents? I mean, that's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I should have clarified. I should have clarified. Not the finger, a finger. Yeah, like, what? You know, that's the, even worse. Like, like, <laughs> you've got to ask permission. Get in there, finger on the parents. You know what? You know what stockbrokers are like. <laughs> it was the nineties. It was a different Pie time. <laughs> Um, you know it's that kind of the fingers of kind of like you me point to a lunch place beat your chest like Wolf of Wall Street then you're in the car and you're down the road do a line yeah exactly and everyone's like fucking that guy has got places to be I don't want to know about his eating habits because he's eating at the Ivy or whatever it is I don't know where the stock broke is he <laughs> I think all we've done with that rather than solve the beef is prove we know fuck all about stockbrokers <laughs> <laughs> prove we know fuck all about anything really because <laughs> presumably you can't just drop the kid off with the other parents and go you let him in I'm off doing business you've still got to wait in the queue yeah, to hand them over bit, to the actual childcare but no that bit you're talking to your child but about the FTSE 100 so, <laughs> you like, yeah, talk us through how this conversation would go please actually uh, Tom I'd, you, I'd like to hear this you're kind of going well sugar's feeling strong at the moment right so and, and listen, is that Alan Sugar Google Gaga and it'll be like we're going to go into grain this month buy sell big and then as soon as the doors open you have the baby open what table at the ivy you me three up and then you're in the car <laughs> And a stockbroker that's into crop rotation. <laughs> hey, the original stock. Crop, <laughs> he's a crop broker. Uh, sorry, Tom. How is this crop how broker? Is this? Crap, parents. It's a nineties film I'm pitching. Can I? Well, I can't wait for it. Um, listen, Tom. I've got to ask. How does this solve the beef of him having to wait a long time while parents chat? If you just chat, are you are you suggesting he's not chatting to his kids, and that's the problem? He's bored because he stood there in silence, and he should be chatting to his kid about about cro- uh, about crops and stocks. So let's just get this straight, right? The the chatty parents can't be stopping him dropping his son off on time if it it there it. I think that's the point, though. They're cute. He has to wait for them to individually have their conversations before he gets to drop his kid off. No, once the doors are the doors aren't open, the teeth are there, and everyone's like, "Wait a minute, I'm talking about my eating habits first. I think that's Isn't exactly the, what's happening, Tom. Yeah, that's well, literally what's you, happening. But you just walk past them and put the child in, then if if no, but, if no, but, no, but, no, and no, they're not no, doing what they're doing, it says only one child can be dropped off at, any, at a time. That's what he said in the thing. So it means that you have to hand the kid over to the oh, teacher. Are they chatting to the teacher? <laughs> of course they fucking yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if they're chatting to each other, it doesn't matter. That wouldn't matter. He's he's not waiting for everyone. To, he's not waiting for for dead silence. He's waiting right. for the teachers to stop chatting. Right, well, in that case, then, he's got to engage the teacher in the FTSE 100. 
So, do, you, do you have any? Do you have any helpful suggestions here? I, 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 I've got two answers. Great, great. Thank you. Uh, do you want a sensible one or the one that I'd like to see? Let's see the one you'd like to see first of all, and then we'll, we'll give him some proper proper advice. I've given the sensible answer. Sorry. <laughs> uh, apologies. Of course you have. Oh, of course. The what I'd like to see, and this is, I think, would be incredibly effective, is he needs to become the dad that shits himself. <laughs> right. Become, there's always one at every nursery. Yeah. Like you're not you're not waiting for him, are you? You're saying no. Go on, you go through. You've you've had an accident, and then by like by 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 the time you get there, you could turn up at any time, and they will let you through because they don't want that smell. They don't want to talk to you. Are you suggesting he shits himself every day? <laughs> I I have a feeling that the nursery might start talking about that rather than. I think a, there, there will be a point when they go. Look, unless you stop your shitting yourself outside our gates, we're not taking your kid anymore. Would it help if the kid was shitting themselves? This this is this was what I was thinking. Load them up, or maybe just if just a toilet emergency. Load them up. Give them. Give them the three, the full three breakfasts, and then <laughs> banana and prunes. Yeah, yeah, and then they've got to get in there and a coffee, wow. a strong, a strong, <laughs> a double espresso, and a banana and prune smoothie. Well, that'll and, keep uh, them lively on the trading floor, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> some shawl, maybe. <laughs> Took some shawl into your gilet. Fuck nursery. Let's get to the wharf. <laughs> so okay so we, we so we've got either you or the child you know the, the choice is yours richard shit yourself or what's your actual genuine advice uh it turns up earlier yeah i think that's it isn't it be, be the first <laughs> in the there it is yeah get it first you've got to be there for when they ring the bell for trading to commence if you don't like the queue <laughs> then be the first one in it and then technically there is no queue you're not in the queue you are the queue I've always said that exactly you said that the first that's day you're in prison that's one of mine <laughs> you turn around to all the other inmates <laughs> <laughs> he may have gone front names only but his full name is actually Richard Q <laughs> <laughs> alright Rich Q there's your advice mate Sugar and grain. Be the cue. Sugar and, Sugar and grain and be the cue. Good luck on the stock exchange. Beef solved. Beef solved. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Dear Pappies, I have a beef for you to solve. I like to have a sweet treat with a cup of tea when I'm relaxing at home after work. However, my partner, who is also my flatmate, is constantly eating my treats. I will approach the packet hopefully, expecting to find a delicious snack and look inside to find he's got there first and it's completely empty. I've asked him to throw away the empty packets, but it seems as though he always feels compelled to leave evidence of his crimes. I've tried keeping my treats in the secret hiding place, but he always finds them. I've confronted him about this and he looks guilty for a second and then goes on to search for more food. What can wow. I do to protect my snacks? Many thanks, a listener dear. Is anybody wow. else thinking a very similar tack? <laughs> she shits on the food. This is well, or you lace the food with laxatives. Oh. Do you not, do you not sort of like you, you put out sort of decoy you know, fake snacks that you have in some way tampered with. If she does that, though, would he not be hungrier? That's a good point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, do do you, I mean, obviously this is a tricky question for you because you've just got divorced, Ty, but do you hide things from your partner? My finances. Yeah. Tom, Tom, Ben, do you ever, uh, is there anything that you don't tell your partner where it is located in the house? No. <laughs> she knows where everything is. Is that because Megan is listening to this episode, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> She's in the room, guys. We'll, we'll get the truth when we're off air, I'm sure. <laughs> Because I, I think I, I was going to suggest like maybe having a sort of like a little hidden area where you keep your snacks, but that feels like a slippery slope, doesn't it? That feels like you know, like for some reason you don't want to sort of fight their their bad practice with your deception. <laughs> Whereas lacing things with laxatives is totally fine. <laughs> Whereas yeah, giving them the running shits is absolutely fine. <laughs> um, my wife asks me to hide things oh salami she's like a game <laughs> salami <laughs> she says like if you are going to buy those chocolate biscuits you've got to put them somewhere where I don't know where they are because I cannot stop myself from eating them right and you just Ooh. put them straight into your belly so that's it you're not going to get <laughs> them from nature's safe Mate. yeah <laughs> so because I think I think it's nice to have sweet treats in the house with a bit of restraint but Jane says she hasn't got the restraint. So she'd rather either we don't have them at all or she doesn't know where they are. Once she knows where they are, they're gone. My ex used to buy me treats. She'd let me know. Like when we were dating, uh, when she had a flat sort of further away, she'd text me and she'd be like, oh, I've got you some treats. And then I'd get there and she will have eaten them. <laughs> I hate to say it was soon. And uh, why did you break up again? <laughs> Her choice, actually. Is a mouse trap type or like a Pavlovian? Um, you know, like when they did it to Bart on The Simpsons, where you kind of electro, you 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 kind of have a mild electric effect every time you touch the biscuit tin, for example. <laughs> So that you're up to a car battery. Yeah. So your partner starts to associate going for a biscuit with mild pain. Only mild pain. Mm. I think I'd put up with that for a biscuit. 
Yeah, that's true, actually. This gets a nice, man. It, in fact, it might me- get me into mild pain. <laughs> it might have the opposite Pavlovian effect. Now yeah. I'm, I'm criminally addicted to biscuits, and I'm also really into S&M as well. <laughs> <laughs> or pass me a biscuit and a battery to live. That is a slippery slope. Yes, yes, yes. I've got bad restraints, actually, at the moment. Um... I've got really, really bad restraint. Last night... Which isn't popular in S&M. No. You've got a good... <laughs> if anything, you've got to have... You've got to, you've got to tighten those knots, haven't you? You've got to make sure no one's no one's wriggling out. Um, but but we've, we've still got... Because basically Halloween... Halloween's just just happened. Uh, it was it was two weeks ago. Kids collected oh, loads yeah. of sweets, but they would just care about the collecting of the sweets. They don't actually... You know, they're, they're not of an age where they're actually all that bothered about the sweets. So there's a big box of sweets in the garage... And uh, last night, I just before bed, just before bed as well, I ate seven Cadbury's roses, and then I couldn't sleep. Mm. Honestly, I was like, I was like, I was lying there grinding my teeth like I'd been out clubbing. You know, yeah. it was really, it was mad. But I was like, I, I, I thought I'll just have one because I really, I want a little sweet thing after, uh, after I've had my, my, my dinner, and one just wasn't enough. And I made, which begs I made, the question: trick or treat? Did it turn out to be a trick after all? It was. Uh, I, tri- I tricked myself into having a very, very late bedtime. Is what I did. A long form trick. Your sweets were laced with Pro Plus, weren't they? Oh yeah, that was the real, <laughs> that, that was the real trick. Yeah, they. Uh, you've got to. You've got to inject your your sweets with uh, with speed uh, at Halloween <laughs> just to teach those parents a lesson. <laughs> When it comes to like most of the sweets at Halloween, you don't need to inject them with anything. And I'm eating it all as well. I'm having it all. The other day I had some... Um... <laughs> I'm having it all. I'm having it all. And I've seen everything. Daddy, where are our sweets? Ah, you're not You're not, worried. You're not fussed about that. <laughs> they don't know. They're in the garage. They crucially don't know where they are. I'm having them all. They're on top of the recycling in a, in a, in a little tub. No one knows. But yeah, I, I had some glow-in-the-dark um, popping candy. And I thought, why the oh, fuck boy. am I an adult eating this? Why am I doing it? It's because I've got zero restraint. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Oh, mate. I need to get it back. <laughs> just imagine you turning your light off in bed at night and just <laughs> your belly glowing in the dark. Just all the rest What's that popping sound? <laughs> Charlie can't fall asleep next to me because <laughs> I'm shining. A, a, you look like a lava lamp. Pure fluorescent light. I'm a belly bus onto the ceiling. <laughs> what was that, Teddy from the eighties? Teddy Rups, Rups, Rups. Rups. It was like a, a night Teddy light Ru- as well. Teddy Ruxpin. Ruxpin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, that glow worm. That glow, glow worm. Worms, yeah. Glow worm. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that, well, you've got a birthday coming up, Tom. Would it be too much to suggest that um, she treats him like the yakuza? And uh, and she takes one of his fingertips. <laughs> it might be, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a finger for a chocolate finger, yeah, yeah. And no, I think it's, yeah. I think that's, I think it's the only, it's the only method he's going to understand, really. <laughs> I think rather, rather than sitting down and having a chat and saying, "Please, can you not nick my snacks?" A bonbon for a bonbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just start with start with the little finger. He'll never play the piano in quite the same way again. And then just slowly, slowly work. Slowly work through the hand, or you could do it the other way. You could do banshees of Inishirin and chop off one of your own fingers and throw it at his door every time. <laughs> Which he said the end. other way. I was like toes. <laughs> <laughs> Start from the other end. It's tricky, isn't it? 
Yeah, what are we suggesting? It is tricky. I do have to question as well, because there, there's a bit in here towards the end where she said, uh, I've confronted him about this, and he looks guilty for a second, and then he goes on a search for more food. That is the behaviour of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Is she banging a dog? <laughs> it's a critical question we ask at least once an episode. <laughs> Are you banging a dog, guys? Get in touch. The usual email. No, or don't. On the please, Patreon. please, go take it now. Please don't. Sorry, that's my other podcast. Because I, I, I go through these emails. I absolutely don't want. Don't, don't tell me if you, if you are, just you know, turn yourself in. Stop doing it. It's not on. Um, uh, don't tell us, but insinuate it. No, please don't insinuate, <laughs> please don't insinuate it. Send a blurred out photo. No, I don't need any of that. None of that. Thank you very much. Directly to Matthew's uh, DMs. They are open. <laughs> they, they are open, but not for that. Crucially, not for that. Um, right. Uh, I, well, um, it does. It, it does seem like this person is more dog than man. So, what are you saying? Just rub his nose in it. <laughs> yeah. Next time he nicks your tonic tea cakes, just shove his nose into a tonic tea cake and hit him with a newspaper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hit with a newspaper. Send him outside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or just turn your back on him. It works, guys. <laughs> turn your back on him. Put him in the rain. Or fuck him again. <laughs> or crucially, have sex with him like the dog that he is. Be solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Some really good solutions today. Yeah, well done, everybody. I think we really we covered ourselves in glory there. Um, <laughs> covered ourselves in shit. <laughs> so this is cigarette beef from David. Oh, David writes. I live alone in a flat, which is part of a small block designed for lonely single men. The lonely single man in the flat below is a smoker. And since moving in six months ago has covered the path outside in cigarette ends. He seems to be completely unaware of the filter tip carpet we have to walk over each morning. I want to say something, but he is a big, scary man who I fear will eat me or belittle me in some way. What do I do? Yours David. I actually am that sad, lonely man. That's <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> are you David or the big, scary one? I'm the big, scary of one. Course you are, of course you are. Of course you are. Sorry, I think you've got a filter on your Zoom. We've had four cigarette breaks on this record already. <laughs> probably haven't picked up on it. Do you fashion the ends into a message, art attack style? Oh, yeah. I like this. You Neil Buchanan this. You go down, you use a bit of like, yeah, you use a bit of, you know, nous, maybe a pair of tweezers for hygiene, and you fashion into like, pick me up, dude, or something like that. Yeah. Or like, have you ever fucked a dog? <laughs> something like that, you know, along those lines. Which of your fingers would you like to lose first? <laughs> pick me up, dude, might send the wrong message to a lonely single man. <laughs> Especially one who's strong enough to pick you up. <laughs> Sorry. No, we should clarify. To, right, right. lift me above your head, mate. <laughs> lift me above your head. Have you seen Dirty yeah, Dancing? Exactly. I want to have the time of my life. Yeah. And your life's not going to be very long if you keep smoking. This guy's going to get into shape to perform the, the Dirty Dancing medley that you've got planned. And he'll quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn turn your garden path into a, a suspended log 
above a river. <laughs> I mean, that's a solution in itself, actually. It is, yeah, it's not bad. Because the river's going to take away the ends, aren't they? <laughs> it so is, maybe yeah. it's that. But then you can also have a nice time lifting each other on the logs. <laughs> um, be solved? Smashed it. Bring it's it on. Like these. Thanks, David. <laughs> Piece of cake. What, quick fag break. Yeah, <laughs> at least two. <laughs> from the sorting, I can be solved. Right, and we're back. And I'll say, Sai, it's the first time I've ever seen somebody um, use a, a lighter to light a vape. But really, uh, <laughs> you're really, really committed yeah. to smoking. I tell you, the, the fumes coming off that—they're—they're um, they're a very bright, vibrant colour. Um, I feel dizzy. But yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get you through the record. Get popcorn lung. That could be popcorn eye. <laughs> um, I think because you you said this before we uh, before we we started recording. You said you've actually got a um, you've got a beef you wanted us to solve. And uh, seeing as we dispatched David so quickly, I think we've got just about enough time for it. Um, what was the beef you wanted us to solve? Uh, now I've got to point out uh, just in case they listen. I don't imagine they will uh, because I'm not sure that my 69-year-old landlady uh, is familiar with podcasts, but... We always assume people aren't listening, if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's a, it's a great way to operate. Makes takes the pressure off of us. Yeah. So she, uh, she, she keeps fruit in a bowl. Not a shocking statement. Now, I should point out as well, I've never seen uh, anyone in that house eat fruit other than me. Uh, so I'm not sure who that fruit is for. That fruit always goes rotten to the extent where it will nearly every time encourage fruit flies um now when i have my daughter she is in so i'm just renting like the single room uh and my daughter sleeps in the room so when she's in there uh i'll I'll go downstairs and i'll work downstairs in the kitchen uh on a, a, a i choose a little corner for myself and for some reason the fruit bowl always ends up getting moved directly to where I sit. Uh, so I spend quite a lot of time working, batting away fruit flies. I don't like it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should point out as well, I, I asked the daughter, uh, like, because, you know, I, 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 like I say, I'm a polite guy. I don't want to sort of, I don't want to bring up uh, the, the issue and be like, can you get rid of these apples? But I said to her, what, what are these apples doing here? Because a couple of them have gone rotten. And she said, oh, yeah, they're my mum's. Uh, she just sort of leaves them there. I asked her once and she got annoyed, so I don't ask her anymore. Right. I, I think what you need to do is surreptitiously replace the fruit with wax fruit. You know, oh. like you don't see it very often. You often see it in like um, a habitat or something like that. If you're going around, you know, or, or one of those places that shows you what a house might look like if you were to buy all these things, right? There'll often be a bowl of like, you know, like the plastic fruit doesn't look that great, but the kind of the more realistic fake fruit, then she yeah. gets the effect of like, because I appreciate it. Some people like to, you know, like a nice bowl of fruit. It's It sort of suggests, oh, this is a house that's lived in. It promotes freshness. It suggests that you're having a healthy lifestyle, even if none of that is true. But fruit can be a bit of a kind of thorn in your side because as soon as you buy it, you're on a ticking timer before it all goes off. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a race against the clock. When it's rotten, that's not 
fruit that says people live here that's fruit that says this yeah. house has been abandoned <laughs> exactly, yeah. people did live here up until two weeks ago when someone had a cardiac arrest on their sofa and no one no one's come to find them and then when you are hungry and you've replaced the fruit with wax fruit you can just smoke the apple yeah perfect yeah abs- absolutely yeah or you know you can make a little bong out of it sure because you can, I, I, you can make a, a a bong out of an apple. I found. I don't. I've never smoked a bong before. I've found. Uh, but no, I, I, <laughs> I heard this the other day because someone was telling me about their exploits as a teenager being a being a marijuana smoker, and they said they used to have make bongs out of things. That you can make a bong out of an apple. Yes. So you know, maybe replace their all of the fruit with bong. <laughs> With, with fruit-shaped bongs. A bong bowl. There was, there was a look on Tom's face for a moment there that said, I have got an apple. An apple? <laughs> Do you have an apple, Tom? No. I think I think the look on my face was, I'm checking my Instagram feed briefly. Briefly. So don't worry about that. Lot of a uh, lot of, lot of traffic for your story you've put up there. Um, you're, uh, you're real. You put up... Harry, a lot of people excited about it. Uh, yeah, my apple bong. It's uh, it's drawing. Yeah. Up. it's getting a, lot of, it's getting a lot of action on the gram. How to make a bong out of a kumquat? Yeah, you've got to follow Tom on on Instagram. <laughs> it's really good. It's really really good stuff. The green bonger. Um, my is it at green bong green monger green bonger. <laughs> green grocer, isn't it? Fruit monger. I don't know. There'll be something in it. No one's called a fruit monger. <laughs> what, what mongers do you get? <laughs> Iron cheese fish fish. Oh, you don't want a fish bong. Cheese. Cheese bonger. I make bongs out of cheese. Oh, I've seen that. Well the cheese bonger. Yeah, people have made them out of like blocks of cheddar. Great. Okay. That might be me then at cheese bonger. <laughs> if you want some really good smoked cheddar. It's good actually, because if you if you smoke it and then get the munchies, you can just instantly yeah. Or if the police arrive, you can eat the evidence. There you go. Yeah. Oh, what about, I've got one. I've got one. Lean grocer. <laughs> oh, Because when people get high, they say they're getting lean, lean. don't they? Yeah they, yeah, they they absolutely did in 2003. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lean grocer. As somebody who listens to the Streets album once and uh, goes, oh, yeah, yeah, people call it getting there lean. You go. Great. Follow me at, at, at the lean grocer. <laughs> Is that... Is that how uh, Instagram handles work? Do you yeah, that? that's how they, they do work that way. Yeah, yeah. plug me in. Um, anyway, um, beef solved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the solution was. Well, listen, it's get on, it's get on the no, weed, boy. Get on the weed. <laughs> get on the weed, boy. Yeah, yeah. Just get really high. Nothing will matter. Just, yeah. just fill it with edibles. <laughs> So, Sai, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me. It's been delightful. It's been a joy. You're good at this, man. You're good at this. It feels like we've done some really good work today. Um, Now, uh, Sai, tell people, if they're not already familiar with your work, where can people find you? Uh, where uh, Where can people hear you? Tell us all about it. Uh, well, I you can, I'm just at side Eves on everything, which yes, Tom is Instagram. Uh, <laughs> That's how you do it, and uh, and and all of the things. Just just search side Eves. So there's I, I'm the only one, so I'm the only one you'll find as well. Crucially, uh, this is the big one. I'm going on tour in February. It's my first ever tour, uh, oh. so uh, people people should come. Is, uh, is 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 what I'm hoping for. I've written down. <laughs> <laughs> now, by the way, that sums you up. 
that's per- perfectly. There was a lot of uh, a lot of front foot at the start, and then a lot of back foot at the end. You know, yeah. you're nothing if not a balanced comedian. People should come is sort of what I'm hoping for. That was in the court hearing uh, <laughs> for the divorce. <laughs> Um, yeah, so where uh, whereabouts are you going and where can people find tickets for that? Sideeves.com, is that your website? Sideeves.com, that's correct, yeah. And that's a website. <laughs> that is a website, yeah. Great. It's different to Instagram. <laughs> Great, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I am going to... It, well, there's a few of these dates that are yet to be confirmed, so I've not announced it just yet, but probably Bristol at the Rim Above on the 5th of February. That's what I'm waiting to confirm. Uh, I'm at Leicester Comedy Festival wait for 9th of February oh. I won't tell you all of the dates but come to those uh, and then oh this is the big one because uh, I've, 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 I've booked too big of a room uh, is uh, 21st of February at Southampton The Attic uh, that is 150 seater and I don't know enough people to fill that <laughs> so. Manchester on the 28th uh, Edinburgh Banshee Labyrinth on the 29th uh, okay. and then we're into March because obviously there's nothing past the 29th of February. Um, uh, 11th of March, we're in Camden. Uh, I'll also be doing the tour show in uh, in Southend in March. I've not booked that yet. Um, Oh, the Camden one, by the way, if enough people come to that, I'm going to film that. Uh, Oh, brilliant. And then... And then, oh, speaking of filming stuff, I've just filmed... uh, Do you know what? I'll get to that in a sec. Um, Bloody hell. (laughs) I'll tell you what. You know what? You're ready for these plugs. Most people kind of go, no, I don't know. Just follow me on Instagram. But this is this is good. You've got it. I wrote go a on. list. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Uh, so uh, Glasgow uh, International Comedy Festival, 31st of March. That is the final day. Uh, and then I'm also going to Cornwall uh, in Falmouth on the 6th of May. Uh, and there'll be some in between. Uh, currently trying to book Cambridge, Birmingham, Brighton. So just come and, come and see me. Good luck. Man. Lovely. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Amazing. And what did you film? I've just recorded my first show, Cyclops, which is all about how I went blind in one eye for a week. Have a look at Cy online, have a, have a watch of his last special. If you like it, then get along and see him on tour. Uh, CyDeves.com is where you need to go. Just remind us of the uh, tour dates again. <laughs> <laughs> They're just February through May. Just come and find me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Cy, what a total pleasure having you on. Good luck with the tour and uh, see you very soon. Thanks very much, guys. Lovely to see you all. Oh, to always One, two, three Three, two, There you go. Lots of, lots go. of fun there. Lots of fun had. Yeah. Beef solved shit sorted yeah we also sorted uh, a bonus beef with Sai uh, so if you want to hear that get over to our Patreon patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare and join the fun today for a mere £4 a month you know what's that pound price a week of a cup of coffee it's a pound a week yeah <laughs> it's less than that some some months uh, it's a pound a and week more than uh, it in other months uh, more than it crucially <laughs> in, those, in a few fortnight long months it probably balances um, out <laughs> I would say, I would say, listen, let's not quibble over how much exactly it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's around a pound a week. Um, But anyway, yeah, for four quid a month, uh, you can get not just the bonus beefs that we record with all of our guests, but also uh, you can get the uh, the bonus episodes that we do. 
Fappy's Flat Share Pop Brand. Where? Yeah, what what <laughs> fuck is right, Tom? What fuck is this? <laughs> wow. Whole extra ep a week? My a whole extra ep a God. week, God! Yeah. Yeah, and is that, is that is that four extra eps a month, or is that is it was more more sometimes some more months? sometimes yeah. no always 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 uh, always more four extra eps have September April June and November the old saying it's very true let's not get into February it's a fucking minefield let's go to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Barry's flash yeah okay one of our better adverts actually I'd say I think we've nailed it strong <laughs> reading for that one and do go and see Cy on tour as well he's absolutely fantastic comedian cydeves.com for tickets today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham Corsham cheers everyone bye bye planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.